I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Game Week 12 Review on Fantasy Football Noise. Good evening, Steve Baker. Good evening, Jonathan. You are rightfully mentioned first for your priority in the table. And good evening, Wayne Mitchell. Hello, and I am rightfully spoken to second for my position in the table. Although, having said that, you were this week's high scorer out of the three of us. I was. I was a very late high scorer. You were. Would you believe it? A bonus point for Eric Maxim Chupo Moting. Sometime, when was it on? Everyone's favourite out of position midfielder. And you know, I don't mind losing a game week to a 78 pointer. Well, 78 points is a a very, very respectable score, mate. Yeah, that's my highest game week score so far, that is. Ever. Could be ever. Very good. I should tell the listeners that I got 77 points, which makes it slightly hard to bear. But I don't mind losing to you at all, Mitch. That's very, very gracious of you, Baker. No, that's excellent. 77 and 78, very, very good. So what does that tally us up? Uh, Well, I got 54, which in itself is not a disgraceful week, but there were a lot of very high scores uh, around people in the 80s and even 90s in the in the fantasy football noise mini league mm. um, but that leaves our head-to-head tally I think at five for me four for Mitch and three for you Steve very yes. good very good so, and mm-hmm. about probably about I don't know seven o'clock on Saturday night I glanced mm. at the table <laughs> go on just as it was rearranging itself and I thought do you know what I better get the script together for for Tuesday night's recording because I'm the fucking host here Host and editing coming up for me, he thought. It did look that way for a while, didn't it? <laughs> it did. What have we now? Ten points between us, Jay? Yes. You had a decent Sunday, didn't you? Ten points. Decent Monday. Yeah, last night Chupa Moting came to my rescue. I thought I thought Murray was gonna thought Murray was going to do the business. He was absolutely robbed of the most clear cut penalty I've seen for a long time. I thought it was a shameful decision, <laughs> didn't you? It was absolutely horrendous. It was a stonewall penalty. I must admit, I know this isn't a rugby show, but I did watch several rugby games over the weekend, and the use of the television match official, as they do yeah. in cricket, is fantastic. Well, it's a matter of time, isn't it, God? Did you know that they that they um, they trialled the VAR for the two England friendlies recently? We probably don't, because we... I did read about that, yeah. None of, none of us watched much of it, but um, yeah, they were trialling it, so it'd be interesting to see what the feedback from that is, and if it ever arrives in the Prem, but it's got to, surely, because... 
but there were several appalling decisions. I know. I mean, Charlie Daniels, did you see his challenge? Oh, yeah, that challenge. It led directly to our first goal. Definite red card. Yeah, well, definitely a yellow. It wasn't even given as a free kick. <laughs> and he took the ball up, we got a corner and scored from the corner while Matey was still off. So that was shocking. The blatant offside for the second goal. Yeah. And in the Arsenal Spurs game, Sanchez from Spurs <laughs> actually made a really good tackle to get the ball back off of Alexis Sanchez and was given a free kick for pulling his shirt. And at no point did he touch his shirt. It was a wonderful challenge. It was brilliant. And did you see today that Nias from Everton's been done mm. for diving for that penalty against Palace? Yeah. It was, a dive. it was a dive. I think Dan touched him. And that follows, doesn't it, a ridiculous amount of people transferring him in after his performance on the weekend. I think he's the second mm. highest transferred in now, presumably, was he? Is that right? Yeah. Is he banned now? I don't know if he's banned now, is he? Good knowledge. No, they, I think there's obviously an appeal process and Everton have said they are going to appeal. You could argue, they were discussing it on the radio today, you could argue that there was some contact but nowhere near enough contact. Oh, Dan's touched him. For the, he for looked sure. like he'd been shot by a sniper in the fucking 12th row. <laughs> he actually fe- fell the wrong way, so the force that Dan pushed him, he actually went the opposite direction and dived and pretended to die. Yeah, and threw his head back, like, oh, like a scene from Platoon. So Brilliant. he was cheating. I didn't see it, so he was actually cheating. There may have been a bit of contact, but you didn't he laid see it, it on really thick, Gosh. has he? yeah. He really did, yeah. It was absurd. It was absurd. In which case, he deserves whatever comes to him. He does. In fact, it's about time probably that a few players were made an example of, I think, because there's far too much of it. That's exactly what they're doing. Quite right. That's exactly what they're doing. What would you do to make an example of them, Mitch? Long bans. What about capital punishment? (laughs) I am not for capital punishment. Just fucking hit them. I think I used to be. Okay. Did you see... Public um, flogging. Did you see, was it Patrice Ever who kicked that, that chap in the stands the other day? That's nice and current, Mitch. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> Finger on the pulse. That that definitely deserves a ban. <laughs> if Nias gets banned for a game or two and then loses his place to Calvert-Lewin or whoever, he will, you know, players will gradually start to think twice before they do that type of shit, I think. Mm. But they can't change the result of the game that's that's gone, obviously. Everton benefited from the penalty, but I think if that sort of thing starts happening... But it can act as a deterrent, can't it? Yeah, I think it will start to. The more, if, if they keep it up, which they need to do, it can't just be a one-off. Nias is actually in my um, draft fantasy team and did rather nicely for me. We'll come on to that a bit later, but despite the fact that it's annoying, um, I'm fully in support of him having a ban because I'd, I'd love to see a lot less diving in the game. Hate it. You've got a 30-point margin in the draft game, though. JJ, I think you could do without Nias for a week. Yeah, it should be all right. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, talk us through your 78 points. How did you achieve such success? Happy to. My lowest scoring player was Harry Kane with just a solitary point for me. Like many people this week. Got to talk about Harry Kane in a minute, by the way. Yeah, I captain Morata, so he got nine points, doubled up to 18 for me. Uh, Lukaku up front with six. Did you see Lukaku's goal? No. Oh, yeah. The game, it was brilliant. The game was almost run. Love that little pause. But I thought he'd missed it. I thought he'd rifled it straight into the Stratford end. <laughs> it was roof of the net, wasn't it, from about six it yards really out? Was. <laughs> it was climbing rapidly. He's really swung the old right peg at it. Yeah. A couple of Burnley defenders did well for me. Charlie Daniels scored well uh, across the midfield. Decent from Silver and Sane. Chupamoting weighed in with 10, which was somewhat of a surprise, I have to say. So uh, that's what gave me my late points on Monday night. 
So yeah, an all-round I'm performance. I'm starting to think he might not be shit. You think he might not be shit? Starting to think it. You've got Ward as well, haven't you? I have, yeah. Ward, me and Daniels at the back. Lovely. Burnley up to seventh, level on points with Liverpool. <laughs> They're on 22, aren't they? One behind Spurs, is it? I think Arsenal yeah. are on 22 as well, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> good side to back. And they have, like you say, they have got good fixtures. Cherries have got decent fixtures coming up too in the short term. Mm. Before a very tricky Christmas spell. They've got United, Liverpool and City back to back. So United away, Liverpool at home, City away. So make the most of those short-term cherries fixtures. Can I tell you something that uh, Chu Promoting also managed to achieve over the weekend? He managed to give some points to a new leader of the Fancy Football Noise League. So for some time now we've had Stairsy Mm. at uh, at the top of the league. Mm. Uh, But we now have ZX Cheng from... uh, from where is he from? Singapore is from. Tactics F- FC. Tactics FC. 737 points. Yeah. Enormous. Very nice. Yeah. So well done ZX Cheng. 7,000th in the world currently. It's handy, isn't it? That's very handy. Impressive. Can I shout out our good friend Marky Masters, who scored 94 points this game week and is currently leading the Fantasy Football Noise Manager of the Month competition. Now, that brings us nicely on, Steve, to a new little idea that we had. We spoke earlier today. Yes. Um, We would like to propose to our army of listeners that as a little incentive, stroke bonus, stroke prize, some might not see it as a prize, but we thought we'd offer that the Manager of the Month each month could come on for a little chat, a little five-minute chat, as as a little well done pat on the back. I think it's genius. That's nice, right? It's a nice touch. Yeah, and it could be a stranger to us as well. Well, that would be great if it was. So exciting. We'd love to have a word with ZX Chang from Singapore. Wonderful. Or Stairsy. Timings would be awkward, but yeah, we'll do that. You'd definitely get into trouble with your missus for that one, Mitch, if you had to do it early or stay up really late. (laughs) He doesn't get heat from his missus, does he? Mitch, no. (laughs) So Mark Masters currently in pole position with 151 points from this month. Matthew McIntyre in second on 149, and Roger Valhammer, who I've never heard of, in third with 145. You've never heard of Big Rog? <laughs> Danish. Danish is Roger. You've heard of Big Rog? Or Norwegian. Valhammer's a fantastic surname. I'd love to speak to him, ask about his Viking heritage. Not being stereotypical, of course. No. Marky Masters had a stroke of luck this weekend, though, didn't he, I think? I thought you were going to say he had a stroke. He, he hasn't had a stroke as far as <laughs> I'm aware. Thankfully followed it up with, of luck. Oh, actually, that reminds me of something. I will come back yep. to uh, Marky Masters, but you talk about the stroke. Um, if you listen to our podcast uh, at half speed, which you can do on iTunes, it does sound like we have all had a stroke <laughs> or a serious brain injury. So, uh, yeah, give that a try. Listen to it the other day. What possessed you to listen to us at half speed? I don't know. I just found it on iTunes and thought, oh, I wonder what that sounds like. And I thought it sounded quite witty, actually. Funnier than funnier than usual. Yeah. I don't know about witty, <laughs> but it is but it is funny as fuck. Can I, can I play a bit? Well, please do, yeah. Yeah. Into the show right now. Just to, just to demonstrate to people how we sound. I've not heard this. At half speed. Right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> right, here we go. I do I do like this. Check this out. Bite size edition of fancy football noise. You're off your face. With me, as always, <laughs> Steve Baker. I love how you come to me first. <laughs> and of course, Wayne Mitchell. Good evening. I hate 
how you come to me second. Always. Well, work harder and, you know, might change. (laughs) Ridiculous. It is quite a good discovery. I do enjoy it. Now that you've played that in, I'm now going to listen to it at half speed again, and now it'll be quarter speed. So it'll sound even slower oh, and even more ridiculous. Brilliant. Next level. It reminds me of a scene from a child's film, which I don't know if you've seen, called Zootropolis. Have you seen that film? No. <laughs> the uh, the sloth quite... behind the desk in the tax yes! office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that, isn't it? There's a scene where the, the main character's in a desperate hurry to get something done, and she needs some information from the DVLA equivalent in America. And uh, the guy who's helping her is trying to stitch her up. So he, t- <laughs> he takes her down there and he's like, you've got to speak to my guy. Uh, what, what's he called? Speedy or something. And, um, <laughs> and it, the entire place is staffed by sloths. <laughs> and it speaks at exactly that speed. And, and she's trying, like, yeah, 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 great. Just get the number, get the number, get the number. And he's just like, just another minute. Brilliant. <laughs> we digressed. I was just about to mention Marky Masters being a, mm. a spawny git this weekend. Mm, so, as far as I'm aware, he had selected Aguero. Aguero. I had fucking Aguero as skipper, didn't he? As mm. his captain and Salah as his vice. Mm. Aguero then obviously didn't play and Salah became his captain. So, he instantly got himself a bunch more points that you wouldn't have been expecting. It is fortuitous, but I would have to say, in his defence, that is just good management. He set that up well. He's got a firm grasp of the rules and that's the way it works. He got lucky, though. Aguero could have had a couple of minutes at the end, couldn't he? Well, possibly, but. That's the way it goes. You do need a bit of luck in this game, and uh, you also have to give him credit for uh, for backing his man Callum Wilson, who of course had a lovely, lovely hat trick. Striker so, of the week. Congrats, Callum indeed. Wilson. Yeah, lovely to see him back. Can it continue <clears throat> with the Cherries' run of form? Is is Callum Wilson now our go-to cheap striker? I would say so. Absolutely. I've got him in my draft side, and um, very much thinking about bringing him in into my FPL team too. Were you going to tell us something interesting about Chupamoting, Mitch? I was going to tell you something interesting about ZX Cheng. He listens to an awful lot of podcasts, but he listens at 1.5 times speed to 10 podcasts a week so that he gets more into the time. So he listens to us at speed so that he can fit more in. That's commitment, isn't it? When I edit, I quite often edit at two times speed. You can you can follow it. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of doing that with listening a podcast for entertainment purposes, but that's... Well, maybe ZX is not listening for entertainment. ZX is listening for insight, which is why you get to top of the league. Not by listening to our show, he doesn't. No, he's listening to the wrong <laughs> well, no, podcast. No, absolutely here. not. It might be the other nine that give him Funny. the insight he needs. <laughs> he comes to us for shits and giggles. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I bet other podcasts don't do a weekly gross versus De Bruyne points update. I bet they can say De Bruyne properly as well. <laughs> And, and I bet they can say Kalasinac properly as well. Yeah, I bet they can. I can say Kalasinac now. Fuck you. Well done. <laughs> Have another go at De Bruyne, mate. De Bruyne. There you go. Well done. You put the Y in the right place. De Bruyne. <laughs> anyway, Gross is on 68 and De, De Bruyne is on 72. It's only yeah. four points in it. It's tight. They're both... Yeah. We've got a £10 season-long wager on that, haven't we? I think we have, my friend. Oh, speaking of £10, Mitchell... Oh, I've just uh, just got 
I've just got to pop away, sorry. Sorry, just need to step away for a moment. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Don't, I can't, 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 can't remember what you're going to talk about there. Let's move on. Uh, I think we were, I think I, my £10 was safe pretty much on the stroke of half time. It was lovely. What was your wager? Uh, I think I had Liverpool and Mitch had Southampton. Yeah. Surprising it went that way. <laughs> Didn't Stairsy call you out on that as well with some degree of condescent, condescending tone? I'm sure well, most most people did. So where does that take your your uh, overall tally with Baker to now then? Oh, I think we're even. <laughs> I think I think actually you only owe me a tenner. Oh, really? And John, you only owe me a tenner. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's better than I thought. I think so. I think you won one. We've had three bets. I've won two. You've won one. Yeah, you're right. Cool. So, Steve, just quickly uh, round up your side and how you earned your nice tally of 77 points. So, I think I've got the best differential. And you will not believe how many players own Eden Hazard at the moment. Uh, Is it still less than 5%? It's 5.8% now. Wow. So he's the top scorer in the last three game weeks. He is top of the form charts in the overall game. And he's on fucking fire, isn't he? He's on fire. He looked Unreal. amazing at West Brom. He really did, yeah. So so I didn't didn't um, captain him, but I did captain Salah. So, so I only Didn't lost, return out too badly then. Yeah, I lost four points from a captain pick. Um, talk us through your front line, mate. Talk us through your front three. <laughs> Powerhouse. Yeah, that's that's going to be the subject of my change. So so Kane, who I, I fortuitously took away the captain's armband, it was a straight choice between Hazard and Salah. And then I've got the two shite houses, Gabby Adini and Ayu. I just haven't had the opportunity to change them. <laughs> the two shite houses. I haven't had the opportunity to change them, but this week I can invest. You can. You took a hit last week as well, I just noticed. Yeah, I took a four-point hit last week, and that was without changing Gabbiadini and who, who did you bring in? Uh, Salah and Richarlison. That is a great, great return on your four-point hit, isn't it? Oh, I'm absolutely delighted, yeah. Christ. 40, 40 points. points. 40 <laughs> points from that move. Yeah. Wow, that's lovely. I was so close to taking a hit from for swapping out Sterling for, for Salah, and I just thought <sighs> it, was, it, it was literally it was the, the curse of the most transferred-in player. Which put me off. It's like I don't want to be in that bloody group again. <laughs> so I think that is just superstition. I think that is just coincidence that happened in the first what ten, eleven game game weeks. First eleven game weeks, though, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but I think Salah and and Hazard are, are both must-haves now, aren't they? Surely. Yeah. So shall I tell you some other players with less than ten percent ownership who are yeah in the top ten form players? Do it. Well, Callum Wilson, we've already covered, 1.5%. Yep. Hazard, Shakiri 5.3%. You mocked somebody earlier in the season for having Shakiri, but he's looking like a decent decent option now, isn't he? I did, but look how things have changed. Yeah, he's looking all right. I tell you, someone else who has gone under the radar, who's mm-hmm. now in the top form charts, with only 6.1% ownership, Ramsey from Arsenal. Rambo. You, reckon that you recommended him a little while ago too, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I was I was amused over the weekend to uh, to to see something that uh, Stairsy posted about one of the players that he's still got in his side, and he's got a player called Chancel mm-hmm. and Bemba from Newcastle. As and, have I. Uh, his record going from so let's start at uh, game week seven. <laughs> I, I, I don't know you choose game week seven. <laughs> Well, I can start earlier. I'll start at game week four then. 
Start with game points week three. Are. Start with game week three when I picked him. Nope. No, because <laughs> that doesn't play to what I'm trying to demonstrate. <laughs> All right, I'll get the whole season. His points are 0, 2, 9, 0, 2, 2. And then from week seven, it gets great. 0, 0. Simply not playing anymore. 0, 0, and 0. Yeah. Awful. I was going to come on to players like him, who I think a lot of us have probably got in our sides. Everyone's got a very cheap player who may at some point have been playing, but probably isn't scoring anything now. I think you need to have a fully playing bench because over the Christmas... I think you do. We're coming to that time of season, aren't we? We are coming up to a period of ridiculous congestion. Was it 10 games in the next 30 days, something like that? Yeah, 10 game weeks between the 24th of November and the 1st of January. Yeah, so there's going to be a load of rotation. There's bound to be injuries and I think the period of luxury swapping. Oh, I'll swap him in for this week, swap him back in for next week against that. I think you need to, if you're doing that, that you need to ditch that. And I think you need to um, lock in your side and make sure that you've got 15 players who are all going to be able to deliver you some points over the busy period. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Time to ditch Angel Rangel for me, I think. Possibly. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Should we have a quick mention of Draft Fantasy, lads? Yes, let's do it. It was our first weekend of playing that game. It was very interesting, wasn't it? What a very surprising outcome. Having been a little bit miffed with... uh, well, particularly with my forward line. I was quite happy with the rest of my side, I have to say. But uh, my forward line was what I was less than enamoured with. Yeah, um, before the but, game uh, week, we would have said Murray, Wilson and Nias was probably not the best forward line. But who knew? No. Yeah, Five exactly. goals between the fuckers. Yeah, I got 100 points in the opening weekend. <laughs> and nearest rivals scored 70 points apiece. So quite a nice uh, league position at the moment. Yeah, really good. I really enjoyed the app. I really enjoyed following the game. I like the fact that I'm not behind Mitch. So Mitch and I are both on 56 points. So it keeps us in the hunt. But yeah, no, it was amazing how surprising your performance was, John. If Murray had scored last night, I would have had a full house. Every single player 
contributed. So my lowest scorer, other than Murray, who ended up scoring one because of the penalty, my lowest scoring player was Tarkowski with six. Everyone else scored seven, eight, nine. Salah 16, Wilson 18, like a massive boatload of points. Haven't had a week like that in FPL yet. And if you hadn't had Chupa Moting on your bench, you would have had 110 points. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I've been enjoying the uh, picking up players on waivers. It's been good. I saw a few transfers going through today. You might not be surprised to know that I haven't really read the rules, but I did as I was uh, (laughs) running an errand earlier. I saw a whole series of waiver notifications come through to my phone. I thought, oh, fucking hell, here we are. Another boat missed by me. (laughs) But then none none of the names I saw looked like they were game changers. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the point. I mean, most of the names that you would instantly recognise as being game changers are, are already owned. But it's all about paying attention to the games, spotting someone who looks like they could be useful. In my case, I, I really I, I really rate Mustafi. I didn't know he was actually close to a return, I must have I had him on my waiver list as well. You must have been ahead of me in the waiver priority. I was, because I was last in the initial draft sequence. Yes. So I, I had first priority um, this week. But from now on, do you know how I've set it up? How? So I had the option as league administrator to choose between um, a constantly changing list whereby once you've had your waiver pick, you go to the bottom of the list and have to work your way back up. Mm-hmm. The other option, which is the one I've chosen, is the reverse order of the current standings of the table. Ah, very good. So whoever's bottom gets the highest priority and it gives, gives people who are struggling, lagging behind a bit, a chance to catch up. So that's what I went for. Well, I thought Gomez had a fantastic game in Nets on on the weekend, so I, I brought he him did. in for Luzel. Yeah. So I can see right now, Baker, that Luzel, it says, on waivers. And that's because you've only just dropped him from your team. So there's a period of time now he Correct. remains on waivers, yeah? Exactly. It's yeah. until Friday. So the waiver is every Tuesday and Friday. So anyone who's been dumped, and I dumped a couple of good players, actually, you can pick them up. Another game for me to get a grip of. Or not, as the case may be. I do think that not watching any football at all will cost you in that game. I think that's <laughs> going to be really important to at least have a you know a loose handle of what's going on, mate. A loose handle at the very best. Shall I tell you something that gives you a, yes. an insight into uh, my ability to grasp this game? On my notes that I made for making this yes. very podcast, I've got uh, a line that says, Double game week, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> then, you still don't know what a double game week is, do you? Well, I do know what it is. That's why it's I went. Been a and constant theme. I then went and checked and thought, well, hold on, no, everyone's playing. That can't be right. And then realised that it's just a, another game week. Yeah, <laughs> just a Friday night start to the next game week. Yeah. Yeah. Reminder for everyone: get your get your transfers done before Friday night. I think seven o'clock is the cutoff mm-hmm. for this week's games, boys. Yeah. Um, just very quickly, we haven't touched on um, the return of Pogba, who I thought was incredible. What a difference he made to that United side, did you think? He did, but I think I think Mata, Mata played quite well as well. He um, did, but you have to say, I mean, the last, what, however many, four or five games at least, United have been very sluggish in coming forward, lots of sideways and backwards passes, and mm. they just surged Surged forward time after you time. Know, he seemed to just be able to find space. I thought he was. I thought he was the difference. I watched extended highlights of Palace Everton, and I have to say, Loftus Cheek looked a bit Pogba esque as well. He yeah. played really, really well. That's handy to know. Yeah, he's on my bench. 
Yeah, I had him on my bench as well. It cost me fucking four points. Yeah, definitely one to watch. And, and as we've said in previous weeks, Palace have got a really good run over the next, I think, eight or ten game weeks. So they have. him and Zaha, both very good options. Yeah, I've seen people on... I've got Palace, Liverpool, Bournemouth and Burnley on my most favourable fixtures coming up in the next six. Yep. You've got a little spreadsheet, Baker. I haven't, actually. I've seen a few recommendations on social media as well of Loftus Cheek being a decent, uh, a decent bench player. He's cheap but plays and uh, a good rotation player for the coming ten game weeks. Exactly. Although it's a, we touched on this last week. Although it's annoying when your bench players outscore some of your starting eleven, you want your bench players to be playing and delivering so that if they're called upon, they come in and deliver. There's no point in having players there who aren't scoring any points. I agree. Yeah. Just got to okay. get it right. What else? We've already obviously we've we've talked about City to death, haven't we? Each week, but um, they were they were brilliant again. I thought they when they break, it's just so fast. I thought um, Kevin De Bruyne got quite lucky with his left foot rifle from the edge of the box. I don't think he meant that. <laughs> what a fucking finish that was, by the way. Oh my lord! Yeah, <laughs> not bad for your weaker foot. You don't stop those, do you? Like it was fired out of a gun. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, chaps? Go on. I want to ask you a transfer what? question. I'm feeling like there's action I need to take in my team to prepare myself for the coming 10 game weeks. I'm thinking I might drop Lukaku. What do you think about that? Not drop, sorry. Transfer out Lukaku. You want to do it on a two transfer weekend. <clears throat> I don't you want think to you get... want to do it at all. I think I think now Pogba's back, I think you'll find he's a good asset to have again. I think. You think? Do you think Ibrahimovic is just going to play European games? We'll, we'll see. Who knows what Mourinho's going to do? But I, I don't think... Maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a... I don't know what, what their exact fixtures are. Maybe there's one game where he might rest him. But, you know, Zlatan's knocking on. It's great that he's come back. But, I, yeah, I don't see Lukaku missing out on a lot of game time. And I certainly don't think that you should be in a hurry to get rid of him myself. How much you got in the bank, Mitch? Uh, good question. I think I've got about 0.7 in the bank at the moment. You might want to do something with... Rangel and Lascelles. Yeah. I was hoping to do something where I could strengthen the midfield. So I've got Silva and Sane. I was hoping I could maybe, if I were to lose Lukaku and bring someone cheaper in up front, I could then get myself into Salah in the midfield or maybe De Bruyne. Yeah, but you have to do that with a two-transfer two week. Well, I don't have to. Otherwise, it's going to cost you four points. No, no, what I was thinking of doing is dropping Lukaku uh, this week. And getting someone else in, and then on whenever it is next Tuesday, when I get my next free transfer, is to make the change then. So, Mitch, I would I would say Steve is right. You've got more urgent things to address. You've got Foster as your backup keeper. You've got Rangel who's not playing, and you've got Lasalle who's injured. They've got Brighton uh, at home on Saturday, haven't they? Who have United? United, yeah, they've got two FDR twos coming up. Brighton at home followed by Watford away. Pog was back in the side. Lukaku is not your number one priority in my view. Agreed. You've also got you've also got Harry Kane. And I, for one, am seriously thinking about swapping him out because he's not right at the minute, from what I can is tell. That, is that um, because the West Brom defence are on such good form and you don't fancy him against West Brom on Saturday? Well, I don't know, mate. I mean, he's just... I don't know. He didn't look, he didn't look fit. He didn't look right. His last three game weeks... He scored zero, two, and one, and you cannot have twelve and a half million pounds of player delivering you an average form of one point. That is poor, isn't it? 
So yeah, I, d- I don't know. He's still a 240-point player, for sure. He may well be, but um, of uh, looking at Mitch's team, I don't think Lukaku is the top priority to get rid of. I agree. Yeah, Lascelles and and um, Angarenga, those are the focus, Mitch. Yeah, do you know you're probably right. They're they're kind of workmanlike changes. They're not sexy changes, but you're right. They're probably yeah. the right thing to do. And as we've said, with the with the busy period coming up, you, you can't have two injured slash not playing players. I've just checked, and Kane has scored for Spurs tonight in Europe. Ah, good to know. I retract my previous statements. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look right. It's just not scoring goals. He didn't look at the races at all, did he? Against Sunday? Arsenal? No. No. But Mustafi played well, I thought. I know he scored and everyone... But Mustafi defended well. Simply that, you think? Yeah. How am I going to solve my striker crisis? So I've got to get rid of either Gabby Adini or IU. Callum Wilson. It's Callum Wilson, isn't it? I think it would be for me, yeah. Uh, it's not as if we're um, we're the best defence in the world at home. We've got AFCB on Saturday afternoon, haven't we? In your position, I would be reluctant to do it because you obviously want an instant return from the player you're bringing in. And when it's against your own side, that's that's not nice. But I might bring him in and put him on the bench. Just just that that satisfies both sides of of the argument. Head over heart, mate. I think you might have to go for that one. Is there are there any other strikers that I can go for? I've got what what's Gabbiadini like six six point three million. Well, you've or something? got you've got Glenn Murray, mm-hmm. who is a decent option. If he'd been awarded a penalty last night that he should have done. That would have been five goals in four games, I think, yeah. for him. Yeah. So, you know. Guys, I'm conscious of the time. Should we look ahead to this weekend's fixtures? Yes. Anything that stands out? Any banana skins? I think it is going to be the Ericsson and Kane show at Wembley against West Brom. Thinking about Kane as captain again. Yeah, now Pulis has gone as well. I think Palace Stokes got goals in it all day long. Liverpool-Chelsea as well. Evening kickoff. I know. Tasty. Do you fancy that, John? Do I fancy it in what regard, Wayne? Liverpool at home against Chelsea. You fancy a Liverpool win? I'm worried about that, to be honest. No, I don't. Because up against the creativity of Hazard, Fabregas, Morata, I'm I'm worried about our defence. Our defence is shocking. Southampton didn't offer a lot um, coming forward at all. So the minute we, we face teams with that sort of creativity and talent, yeah, we're going to struggle. So no, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much on... Uh, on that, I know we've won th- we've won three in a row, but who have we played before that? West Ham, Huddersfield, and now Southampton. So yeah, it's teams you'd expect us to beat. Really, we have to, we have historically struggled to break them down. But um, can we outscore Chelsea? Not so sure. I'm honest. I think it'd be a good game. It'd be a very good game. I'm not sure I've got a banana skin for this week, but I tell you, what, I did spot a one game that I thought. Actually, see if you can guess which game I'm thinking of. I'm looking at it on paper, and I thought I think Huddersfield have got a great chance at home against Man City. <laughs> Go for Huddersfield, Mitch. I'm okay, thanks. They're a good side. German and everything as a no, manager. it wasn't that one. No, I thought Southampton-Everton, two sides in shocking form with no players that stand out. Just looks like a bad fixture. Watch that. It'll now be 7-4 yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Game of the season. Speaking of Man City, if Huddersfield concede four against the Cherries... Imagine how many they're going to concede oh against Man God, City yeah. on Sunday. It's going to be a rugby score. But I see tonight that Jesus and Silva haven't started for Man City. He started Aguero, Sterling, yeah. Bernardo, Silva, Yoyo Torres in. So I think it looks yeah. like Jesus might start on Sunday evening for your striker pick. 
is it time for anyone with Aguero to get rid? Because I've I've got him in my team. I, yeah, I've, I got rid of him ages ago. Yeah, just, you know, he's so good when he plays, but you can't have that much money tied up, not reliably playing. There you go. He hasn't scored tonight and he started. I think it might be, I might be bringing Lukaku in or maybe Morata. Morata's nailed on, isn't he? Morata's your form striker, for sure. Yeah, I think, I think Aguero out, Morata's my move. Right, come on, lads. It's all, all been quite serious. There's a lot of action. Surely one of you must have a story of someone falling asleep on a train or shitting themselves. <laughs> I, I did remember the other day, it's not actually personal to myself, but you may remember the story of my friend who always carries a Swiss Army knife. I told you the story about him. <laughs> Cut his fucking shirt off. Yes, remember him. Um, I did remember the other day another story involving him if you'd like me to tell that one it's of a similar toilet based nature oh toilet um, based no 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 thanks i'm not interested <laughs> not me no no um, definitely not so this was another uh story that was told on his uh best part of his best man speech um there was an occasion where he was staying at uh one of his friends houses with a load of other guys and um, his mum and dad, sorry, his friend's mum and dad had uh, just recently bought a new place and they very kindly agreed to uh, put a bunch of him and his mates up for the night. Obviously all went out, absolutely tanked up, came back. Um, he's He was one of three people, I think, sleeping on sort of blow-up mattresses or, or, or mat- I think they were cushions from the sofa on the floor in, in the mum and dad's uh, lounge. And um, obviously, absolutely wrecked. And uh, he's fucking pissed himself. Woken up in the morning, absolutely weed at, at all all over um, these t- two cushions from the sofa. Sofa cushions. Sofa cushions. Um, and what he did was absolutely genius to get over this. The mum pops her head in the lounge in the morning to see if everyone's all right. And he keeps sturm. Obviously, he's well aware of the predicament he's in. Keeps completely sturm at this point. And uh, he says, oh, uh, whatever her name was, Mrs. Mrs. Patterson. He says, um, could, uh, could I have a cup of tea, please? Any chance of a cup of tea? So she's like, um, sure, no, no problem, no problem, yeah. So she makes makes them all a cup of tea. And um, when she comes back, gives it to them. As soon as she's gone out of the room, he's, uh, he's poured it all over himself on purpose. <laughs> and made an almighty uproar to, uh, to disguise the fact that he's pissed all over herself. <laughs> Was so good, <laughs> and, and he's got completely got away with it. <laughs> Do you know? You've reminded me of something else. Actually, when I was at university, I I woke up one morning on my sofa with my trousers around my ankles, and in my youth, my instant reaction, I thought to myself, I thought, oh, I think I probably had sex with someone last night. And I kind of satisfied myself with that through the rest of the day. Thought, Not sure who. I thought, I'm, I'm pretty sure I must have had sex with someone last night because I woke up with my trousers around my ankles. Later in the day, I saw a pal of mine, Jeff, and uh, he said, are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. He said, well, you, you didn't seem all right last night. I said, oh, why's that? He said, I walked past your house about two o'clock in the morning and you had your pants and trousers down round your ankles and you stood on your front doorstep pissing on your own doormat. And I said to you, what are you doing? And I said, I'm fuck off, I'm having a piss. And he just walked off and left me. So yeah, so I hadn't had sex with someone. I've been literally pissing on my own doorstep. <laughs> wow. You peed 
that reminds Jesus. That reminds me of a story, and it takes me back to Mark Masters. I stayed at I stayed at um, his now wife Kate's flat in I think it was Streatham. The flat was in inside um, a little block, and we obviously typically as all these stories absolutely mangled one night and I woke up and I'd never been to her flat before didn't know where the toilet was so I so I walked out of what I thought walked up into the room I thought was the bathroom or the hall the hallway and it was actually the front door of her flat so I was now in the communal hallway and the door slammed shut behind me I was bollock naked I should point out bollock naked in the corridor and I'm still desperate for a piss so all I could do and it was winter time as well. It was really, really cold. So I had to go out to the front door, the exterior front door. And I stood, because I didn't want to get locked out of there. With your foot I had holding to the door open. So I stood on the doormat, yeah, urinating as far away from the entrance to the building as I could. And it was one of those pisses that went on forever. Massive long wheeze. Huge jet stream. People walking past, <laughs> steaming. <laughs> Out of the flat, naked man. Yeah, and uh, and then of course, when I would finish my business, I um, had to buzz the flat. <laughs> had to buzz myself back in. It was like four in the morning, and it took two or three attempts for anyone to come and answer the door. And I th- yeah, God, I'd forgotten all about that. So that must have been lovely stuff, boys. Okay, well, that's a nice way to wrap the show up. Um, we are going to do the next show. We're going to record on Sunday night, and we're going to get the next show out on Monday. Uh, there are games on Tuesday and Wednesday. The first Premier League midweek game week. Very good. Don't forget to join our mini league. You can find our code on our Twitter page, at Fantasy underscore Noise. We're also on Facebook, at Fantasy Noise. We'll wrap it up there, and until next week, good luck, everybody, and see you next time. Cheers. Thanks so much. Cue the music. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.